Hi everyone and welcome to Superwoman Wellness. I'm Dr. Taz. I've made it my mission throughout my career in integrative medicine to support women in restoring their health using a blend of Eastern medical wisdom with modern science. In this show, I will guide you through different practices to find your power type and fully embody the healthiest and most passionate version of you. I'm here for you and I can't wait to get started. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome back everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Superwoman Wellness where we're determined to bring you back to your superpowered self. And joining me today is a very special guest on a topic I get asked about all the time, CBD, yes or no, or it's weird, what do we think? And you know, I was scrolling actually through Instagram earlier today and I was seeing all these posts, like someone just published a book on CBD, someone's promoting CBD. And I can even tell you personally, we get sent CBD products all the time. So this is a really hot topic. I'm surprised I haven't done a show on it earlier, but I wanna introduce you guys to Dr. Andrew Kirkland. Welcome to the show. He's got more than 20 years of experience at the pulse of the global health and wellness industry and has dedicated his life's work to understanding all avenues of skincare, specifically honing in on the benefits of CBD in skincare, sleeping patterns, and non-invasive pain management solutions. He completed his studies in Toronto and in, in Toronto, Canada, and launched his career in London, England at a prestigious clinics where his patients included rock stars and royalty. Ooh, gossip. <laughs> I love the gossip. Maybe I can get some out of them. We'll see. <laughs> Five years later, Dr. Kirkland returned to his hometown in Montreal, determined to bring the best in integrative healthcare to his own community-based center. His thriving practice provided expert treatment for a wide range of patients and conditions with a focus on sleep, health, wellness, and pain management. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kirkland. We're thrilled to have you on. And of course, we're going to pump you for gossip. But first, let's <laughs> talk CBD. How did you get involved in the world of CBD to begin with? Well, Dr. Taz, it's great to uh, meet you. Uh, it's been quite the journey and interesting to, to hear you read the bio back to me because yeah. life does go by very quickly. And certainly in the last few years, because it's been a, this crazy roller coaster, as, as you're saying, just so much interest and you know so many questions about CBD. I actually, in 2013, had patients arriving. I'm Canadian, so in Canada, we had this legalization of medical cannabis, so whether it was THC or CBD, but I had patients suddenly arriving asking questions about CBD. I didn't know all that much about it. I went off and started to research, and I always felt it was my really obligation to be able to provide information to patients and answer questions. So I went off and studied and learned and was really amazed at historical use and then some of the, the physiological research that was out there, some of the clinical trials that were starting to take place, and really just this you know fascination and interest from patients and consumers about the topic. Yeah. And so, you know, 2015, 16, I was contemplating, you know, developing products. I had uh, patients that we were actually able to provide some samples and test and some really amazing responses. Uh, but there was really nothing out there at the time I could recommend as a health professional. You know, lots of products with green leaves yeah. and, you know, things that, uh, that I probably wouldn't uh, bring up in practice. So, you know, so 2016 into 17, we did a lot of product development and, and research focus group studies, all sorts of things. And, you know, I, I, I wanted to bring products to market that helped people. And lo and behold, I was founding a brand and entered into this crazy journey of uh, brand development and really international uh, opportunity at this point and just a, a crazy, exciting uh, trip. 
That's amazing. And I think, you know, like so many of us, we kind of stumble into doing things because we're trying to mm-hmm. get answers. And the next thing mm-hmm. you look up and you're like, oh dear God, what have I, what have I done here? So, that's right. That's so right. Talk to us about, first of all, just let's before we even get into some of how you're using CBD and some of the applications, mm-hmm. talk to us just about CBD in general, because I've got to be honest, I've had the same issue. Like, you know, I know it's helpful. I've looked at the research. I'm starting to understand the whole endocannabinoid system. Yep. But how do I know a product is a good product? And yep. both as a physician and a consumer, what are we really looking for? So there's, you know, hemp products, there's CBD, mm-hmm. there's CHD, mm-hmm. there's stuff you can pull nowadays off the counter. I mentioned that people are sending me products all the time, you know, but yep. then there's the stuff that's really strong that we need for people that, you know, have issues with pain management and sure. appetite and all these other things. So how do we yeah. sort through that minefield? I, I, I would agree it's a minefield at this point. You know, it's it's been this uh, interesting crossroads of, you know, historical use, you know, with no regulated market. Suddenly this market that opens up a huge amount of consumer interest and, you know, I'd, I'd say a low barrier to entry. So suddenly everyone and their dog wants to launch a, a CBD brand or CBD products, right? And so for sure, there's, there's confusion for the consumer, you know, even to the point where large cosmetic companies have jumped on the, you know, the cannabis bandwagon and might use that term in, in various cosmetic products, you know, whether it be, um, you know, eye, eye shadows or, 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 you know, various things. So, but really those are not, you know, products with cannabinoids in them. There's just this big interest in this buzzword, right? So, you know, for sure, from a consumer perspective, you got to do some research on the brand, do some research on the products, look at the labels, make sure it does indicate how much CBD is in there. It should definitely call out CBD because hemp oil is a different uh, creature possibly altogether. So you want to see there's a, a CBD concentration or CBD milligrams in there. You should be able to find uh, the COAs, the uh, the lab tests on the product to confirm that you know there, there's no bacteria in it. There's uh, you know no heavy metals and the concentration of claimed CBD is actually in the product. So you know really I would say there's a degree of buyer beware. You got to do the research. And, and get to know the product and the brand that you're interested in. Um, you know, obviously reviews and, and word of mouth uh, can be a good uh, source as well. So, okay, going back to the main, kind of the main thing yeah. I want everyone to understand. So when it says CBD, it is CBD. When it says hemp, it's not necessarily the same thing as CBD, correct? Exactly. You know, hemp as a plant, you can extract from the leaves, from the stalk, from the seeds. And, you know, there have been products from the seeds for a long time. They might be rich in in omegas, but they don't contain CBD uh, in any concentration, any useful concentration. So the the oil that you get from hemp has to be extracted or derived from the leaves and maybe some of the flowers uh, in the the hemp plant, right? So, So that will lead to a CBD oil Mm-hmm. which has a high concentration of CBD in it. It's not the only molecule, the only compound found in the oil, but it is a high enough concentration for it to be you know, a useful CBD product as opposed to a hemp oil, which might just, just have omegas and, and other plant components and generally kind of green and maybe a bit greasy and, and mm-hmm. might even smell a bit funky, like a, you know, like a hemp type smell to it. Gotcha. So when you jumped into the CBD world, are you more focused on CBD products or do you also include some hemp products? And what have you seen be 
sort of more clinically significant? Yeah, we are 100% focused on cannabinoids, uh, primarily CBD. There are some other minor cannabinoids coming out, which do have quite a bit of uh, interest uh, in them. So, you know, I, I don't call us a CBD brand. I like to say cannabinoid brand, but we are mm -hmm. focused primarily on CBD at the moment. So we don't do, you know, hemp products. We don't have omega products. We don't have hemp hearts to eat or hemp seeds mm -hmm. or, or any of that to, or any of those sorts of products. So it is really focused on CBD as a cannabinoid with other what we call minor cannabinoids working together in an oil. Got you. Okay. And so as a clinician, if I'm looking for CBD, where should I look? Are these, these are not prescription-based necessarily formulas right now, correct? So how do we know as physicians or clinicians where to look for some of these products when we, are, when we know and value what they're doing for patients? Yeah, that's a good question. There, there is one prescription medication, Epidiolex, uh, for, uh, for seizures, for muscle uh, issues in children. Um, and that is made from an isolate. So it's 99.9% .9 pure uh, CBD, which mm -hmm. is why it's approved as a drug because it is, you know, you can replicate the formula every time 99.9% .9 pure uh, CBD. The, the CBD oils tend to have, you know, slight variation in, in their concentrations. So you might have an oil that's 89% CBD up to 92% CBD. So, you know, a way it's seen more as a, a supplement type uh, ingredient as opposed to a, a drug itself. So, you know, I would have the same advice looking for the brand, looking for the information, looking for the, the COAs primarily, certificates of analysis to be able to see what the concentration is, where they're sourcing their CBD. You know, generally at this point, I would say the market has shifted into looking for full spectrum or broad spectrum oils as opposed mm -hmm. to isolate uh, CBD um, in itself. So I would be looking at that as ingredient as well to see whether they are they are referring to an isolate CBD as, as the active ingredient or whether it's a, a broad spectrum or full spectrum oil. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's shift to talking about CBD and the work you're doing and how you're seeing it really benefit women and women's health. What, how do we connect those dots? Why would CBD play a role in women's health? What are you seeing? I, I always like to give uh, credit to my wife for this. Uh, as I was going through product development, you know, I was, I was basing the concept of these categories that we have for our products from relief to sleep to, to skin to, to PMS off of a lot of the research I was seeing around cannabinoids. So, you know, there was an obvious information coming out in clinical trials taking place on, on CBD and its effect and on pain perception or pain management, uh, certainly in sleep cycles as well. And so, you know, the, the step into to women's care was that we felt there was an opportunity to have a product specifically uh, designed for women, you know, in this category, PMS in particular, but it is a, a product that's addressing muscle tension primarily, you know, discomfort um, as, a, as a category into itself. So it is similar to, to the relief category, which we're seeing a lot of research and, and attention around, but it's a formula uh, designed specifically you know, with a, with a certain aroma, it smells fantastic. It's calming, it's comforting. Uh, the relief products we have are associated with a, with a counter irritant, a cooling effect from eucalyptus, peppermint, and, and menthol. So the idea was to have a product that wasn't, didn't give you that cooling effect, but rather was, was comforting and, and very pleasant to use. So that's how the, the product came about. And, yeah. and obviously, you know, I've, I've, 
heard stats uh, recently that uh, CBD buyers are well above well above fifty percent women, mm-hmm. and and yet there's very there's not much of a focus or attention in terms of products on the market. You know because because many CBD products evolved from the cannabis sector, which tends to be more male focused. Uh, there has been less of a focus on on women's care and women's products uh, in in the CBD sector. Got you. And so most of your CBD products are topical, correct? You're focused mainly on topical CBD products. Uh, we are, but we are. Uh, I'll say very shortly announcing uh, some adjustable products in some of the uh, the categories that we have. So we we are very excited about that. But we launched as a topical brand. And we did so because the the focus groups we did before launch, um, really, really the consumer was interested in a topical product that worked locally, that didn't get into your bloodstream, that didn't have a systemic effect. And so we designed our our topical products to work locally and we stayed in this topical category. Now I would say, you know, personally, I was, you know, I was bringing my, my clinical experience and reputation to the table in a field that was really very new and there was a lot of hesitation about it. And so personally as well, just as a health professional, I was comfortable in the topical space, you know, knowing that there are many other applications and uses that, 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 are, that can be extremely effective. But in terms of a space that, that I wanted to first bring products into topical was where I was comfortable. Gotcha. And I mean, I think a lot of people might actually resonate with that because we already, you know, from medications to supplements to so many other things, there's only so many ingestibles that people are having to kind of juggle, you know, even Mm -hmm. hormone replacement for a lot of women, I actually prefer the topicals versus some of the ingestibles or even the dissolvables. So CBD, let's talk about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. CBD be applicable to hormones and hormone balance, you know, so, you know, if you, Mm. You know, wash your wife or any woman, you know, like sort of the ebbs and flows that happen and like pregnancy, menopause, yeah. yes, pregnancy, very menopause and all that other business. So how, yeah. how does CBD play a role in hormone balance for women and at what age or stage should we be thinking about it? But this, I find this extremely fascinating that the, the endocannabinoid system, which we haven't uh, touched on as, as really a, you know, a system or definition yet, but the endocannabinoid system has an impact or, or a controlling effect on so many systems within the body. And it, it's really amazing that, that this system only recently discovered, you know, really not taught in, in any medical school, mm-hmm. um, but has such a, a broad implication if you even look at its presence of receptors throughout the body in so many tissues. So this endocannabinoid system does have a potential to impact so many different systems. It's not fully you know, identified and clarified as to how it functions, but the receptors are found everywhere, mm-hmm. including in, in reproductive function. So you see an effect uh, of regulation from the endocannabinoid system in hormone uh, function and in endocrine function and reproductive function. And so, you know, that that concept in itself opens up the, the opportunity to, to research and, and consider you know, products or, or, or help if needed in, you know, in a, in a variety of, uh, of symptoms or conditions. Um, you know, we mentioned menopause as an example and, and some of the sleep issues that, that women can develop uh, around, uh, you know, around that. So, you know, we know that CBD has an impact on sleep. 
And so, you know, there, there, are, there are many ways that the endocannabinoid system may be impacting women's health. And so to me, it's an extremely exciting and, and broad uh, category that I think deserves really good attention. Do we understand the endocannabinoid system? Like, could we draw it? Could we show how it relates to hormones and hormone balance or to brain function or any of these things? Are we there yet and trying to really nail it or? No, no, we're not there. And, you know, part of that is, is research was literally illegal, mm -hmm. you know, for many, many decades, right? Whether it was hemp or CBD or, or cannabis. So for, you know, 70, 80 years, uh, extremely difficult to do research. So it was really only in the, in the 80s that the endocannabinoid system was first identified and research starting to be done. So even identifying CBD as a, as a molecule first occurred in the, in the 70s into early 80s. And so, you know, there's this big lag of, of research that would have been naturally taking place. And so, mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's fascinating now to see this acceleration of research and clinical trials all over the place. So yeah, can we, can we draw out a diagram like the, uh, you know, the circulatory system or right. the musculoskeletal system? Right. Uh, no. And so it's more of a, a concept. And I find that harder for people to understand when we start talking about receptors and right. endogenous cannabinoids. And, you know, we tend to kind of lose people's uh, interest or uh, you know Would you know you or, or like understanding like the lymphatic system it's the entire yes. body it's not like you know a lot of yeah. people think systems and like heart lung brain yeah. you know but this is like all over you know the entire body is yeah. the way to think about I, it i've often used the, the lymphatic system as as a good example because i would describe that in clinic as like a you know a very fine uh web or you know cobwebs or spider webs all over the body you got to think of all these really fine connections everywhere and so it's a it's a very similar thing it's a signaling system it's uh it's compounds interacting with receptors but those receptors are spread absolutely everywhere from skin to you know nervous system to gut to um you know to reproductive system to all over the place right so so it is a harder concept for people to understand but to me, it also gives the, you know, the concept that your endocannabinoid system does have this overall kind of umbrella potential on, on uh, health regulation or homeostasis. If you can impact something at a, a much broader level, you potentially impact many things, right? So, Definitely. and that's, that's the sleep again as the example, right? If you can get sleep uh, working better than it, then it has this effect on so many other aspects of important to, to health as a whole. Fascinating stuff. What about for PMS? We talked about menopause, but what about PMS with the cramping and you know the pain that so many women experience? Could they rub? See, I mean, someone just asked me the other day, like, what else can I do? I don't want to take ibuprofen. I don't want to take naproxen. I don't want to yeah. take long pain meds. What can I do yeah. to calm yeah. this, you know PMS pain down? Is, have you seen good results there as well? Yeah, we see good results with this. So rubbing CBD into the lower back, lower abdomen even upper thighs and, and upper glutes. Um, I, I find this fascinating that you can trigger a response deeper than, than just the skin that you're applying it to because of some of the signaling. So you can change muscle tension, you can change pain perception. You know, if there are very, very strong and deep either inflammatory responses or, or, or strong muscular spasms, then it's likely that an ingestible is gonna have more of an effect than a topical. But you know, mm -hmm. for, for many women, uh, you know, the kind of typical symptoms, a, a cream, a PMS cream on the lower back or lower abdomen can work very well. 
Good to know. I think a lot of people out there are cheering you right now. <laughs> yes, you I do. You know, I have a little uh, anecdotal story. I, you know, I've met many people through my travels and I, I happened to be in a, a restaurant one evening um, in California and I was by myself because I travel a lot. Uh, so I'm sitting by myself in this restaurant and, mm -hmm. and these two women beside me, um, we happened to order the same meal. So we ended up chatting and, and it came out that I, I was the founder of this brand and CBD products. And, and so one of the women had used the PMS cream ah. for her cramps. And, you know, she ended up in tears saying this had helped her so much. Yeah. Um, she was so grateful to have found a product like this. So, you know, little case study, little anecdotal story, but, yeah, uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, it was a great interaction. That's awesome. Well, what other sort of areas do CBD, topical CBD, what other areas can it help? How else is the endocannabinoid? I can't even say it. And endocannabinoid. endocannabinoid system. <laughs> ECS oh, how, is how, the easy how else, um, how else can that uh, be playing a role in our overall health that we should be aware of? Maybe stuff that we're not even conscious of right now. So, you know, skin rises to the, to the top uh, very quickly. We get these unbelievable uh, testimonials, photos of before and after for, you know, very heavy skin issues, whether eczema or psoriasis or, you know, the, the rash and the, and the skin issue that just didn't seem to go away. Uh, prescription medications, steroid medications, you know, things like that. So, you know, to me, that's an example of how prevalent the endocannabinoid system is in your skin, uh, in your immune response in your skin. And so being able to influence that in a, in a positive way can have tremendous effects. So that, that I think is, is fascinating in terms of an overall uh, impact on skin. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, if you look at the, the number one reasons why people are using CBD just from a, even a Google search, um, you know, mm -hmm. metric, mm -hmm. it's uh, pain relief as number one, sleep as number two, and almost tied with uh, stress and anxiety, especially in these times yeah. as uh, number three. And then you get skin and, and cosmetic and, and a myriad of other reasons after that. So when you're rubbing it on, is it the wrist, the belly, or there's, are there specific instructions as to where to use it and how to use it and things like that? Is it a standard formula? Or are there different concentrations, you know, kind of based on condition? Yeah. So in, you know, I, I came out of practice um, clinic, the idea of one product for everything just didn't make right. sense to me. Right. So we develop different formulas, different applications. We have a, a cream, we have a stick for massaging, we have a spray, which, um, you know, is great for grandma or grandpa who has a hard time reaching sore feet or sore knees or yeah, uh, might have arthritic true. hands, right? So we have those, those three products in the relief category. We then have a, a sleep product, which, you know, would be applied to uh, neck, shoulders, uh, temples, forehead, jaw. It has some melatonin in it, which is absorbed through the skin as well. Uh, we touched on the PMS product applied locally to lower back and lower abdomen. And the, the skin cream, obviously uh, used anywhere, face or body. Um, again, fascinating uh, YouTube posts and testimonials and all sorts of things on the effect of it, whether it's a, an end of day hydrating routine for, for your face or you know, somewhere on elbows and, and knees and things which, which might get irritated from, uh, from certain skin conditions. So, you know, but we developed our products to be targeted and applied mm -hmm. locally to the area of That's concern. And, you know, the idea is that the, the CBD doesn't get into your bloodstream from our products. So, you know, the, the common question we get is, is the product going to get you high? Yeah. 
So, you know, the, the high effect comes from THC and we've been able to remediate the THC out of our products uh, pretty much all together. And then the, the cannabinoid is not absorbed through the skin into the bloodstream. Uh, so there is no effect of getting you high from the topical and it does work locally uh, as it's targeted to do. So this is more local, like a more local. Okay, good exactly. to know. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and any other conditions where you think CBD plays a role that we as women should be thinking about? You mentioned sleep, you mentioned PMS, you mentioned even hot flashes, night sweats. These are things that many women and I have been talking about over the years as, as options because going straight yeah. to hormones is not something you'd want to do. Is there anything else that we forgot? Um, I have a lot of autoimmune patients as well. Yeah. Yes. So just even today, like, you know, swelling of the hands or the hands tightening up, you know, is yeah. it helpful yeah. in that sort of vein as well? You know, just curious as to what you've seen there. Yeah. You know, what, what doesn't come up in the Google search is the uh, impact of CBD on your immune system. So mm -hmm. autoimmune issues is definitely on the list, including uh, gut health. So issues you might end up with uh, as a result of gut, uh, uh, of gut health. So you know, the, the immune system, the autoimmune disorders, uh, I would just recommend people do research because there is information out there. And then, uh, you know, something we didn't touch on is reproductive health. Mm -hmm. If you, if you do some research, you'll see some information, uh, about CBD, um, other cannabinoids and their effect on, on the reproductive system. So signaling hormone signaling and, and various things. Gotcha. What about children? Any, yeah. any concern? I mean, we've got some tough eczema patients, <laughs> you know, kids with a lot of different issues. Would you use it on babies yeah. or kids for, for some of what we're seeing? Yeah, you know, my 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 standard line has to be, you know, it, it should be used on, on adults. Um, but, you know, it's, it's an extremely safe molecule, safe compound. Your body's already making... I'd like to describe a mirror image of CBD in your endocannabinoid system. So tolerance is extremely high. And so using, I don't have personal concerns about using it on teenagers or using mm -hmm. it on children. And in fact, you know, in our house, we have CBD products uh, all over the place and we have the, the teenagers come over who might have acne on their face yeah, and have seen, have seen that CBD can lower oil production and may have an antibacterial component. And then the calming effect or the anti-inflammatory effect from CBD for irritated skin mm -hmm. can make it a, a very effective product for some teenagers. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't have concerns about, uh, about teenagers using it. And then, you know, younger than that, um, I would say an ingestible form, best to speak to your doctor to get advice. And, you know, hopefully a, a doctor or an integrative health specialist who, who has some experience with CBD, because there's information out there about autism and, and uh, mm. you know, many, many other uh, issues for children. So, um, just encourage people to read, understand the endocannabinoid system and, and find a specialist who has some experience with it. Fascinating. Is there anything CBD can't do? <laughs> you know, that's well, you know, I mean, that, I think that's actually what creates some of the, um, you know, some of the concern or the disbelief for yeah. the consumer or the patient, yeah. right? Like yeah. how can something have so many different uh, effects? And, you know, I, honestly, I had that concern as I was doing my research at the beginning that it's not, you know, there's nothing out there that's an absolute panacea for, for everything, right. you know, that, that we suffer from. Right. And so, you know, I tell people who are purchasing our products or using CBD that it, 
it may not work for you. It doesn't work for everybody, just like, you know, a medication of some sort, uh, you know, will not work for everybody that's, that it's prescribed for. Um, but there, there are amazing results out there. And so I certainly encourage people to try. And just like anything, if you're going to use it, you have to use it for a long enough period to, to have an effect. You yeah. know, so the person who's having a hard time sleeping and uses CBD for one night and says, oh, it didn't work. I didn't sleep any better. You know, mm -hmm. it, it takes time to change, yeah. um, you know, sleep patterns and whatnot. But it's not going to work for everybody. It's not going to work for everything. Um, but in terms of something that is worth trying, that has an extremely low, you know, risk or side effect uh, to it, that's uh, naturally derived as a plant molecule that has this long history of use, you can go back thousands and thousands of years uh, of CBD use, even though it might not have been pure, uh, you know, CBD, mm -hmm. it, the, the compounds, the cannabinoid compounds were used in in uh, skin compresses and, and all sorts of things. So, you know, I think it's, it's absolutely worth uh, trying for, uh, for someone who has an issue that they're looking to improve. Wonderful. Or is that if we want to learn more about what you're up to or about your products or your brand, what's the best place for us to go to? Yeah, please check out our website. Uh, the last name is a little tricky to, uh, to spell, but uh, it's uh, D-R-K-E-R-K-L-A-A-N.com. Awesome. And you're on Instagram as well, right? You're at, at yes. drkirkland.com. Perfect. That's well, thank right. you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. And my and pleasure. Uh, an issue that so many people want to know more information about, want to know what resources they can trust. So we really appreciate you yeah. taking the time out to educate us. Okay. And for everybody else listening to this episode of Superwoman Wellness, thanks you, thank you for watching the show. Don't forget if you rate and review it on Spotify or Apple iTunes, I'll send you a free bottle of boost. Just send me a screenshot and I will see you guys next time. <laughs>